You're now listening to The Architect Introspect, The Architect's official radio broadcast. My name is AJ Schaff, and I'm a sophomore majoring in broadcast journalism from Clarksville, Arkansas. I am also serving as the radio manager of The Architect. As the school year enters back into full swing, this installment is dedicated to bringing all students, whether freshmen or returning, up to speed on the latest campus news and events. So, without further ado, let's get into the first story of the day by social media manager Maddie Vanderkoy covering the introduction of Jerry II. This story is read by Jonan Mitchell. Jerry Charles Young II was introduced Saturday, September 10th, before the first home football game. Jerry II will become the next campus ambassador at Tech starting October 1st. Jerry II was born May 29, 2022, in Frankfort, Kansas. He arrived in Russellville early in August and has been serving under Jerry Charles Young I in preparation for his debut. The legacy of Jerry the Bulldog started at Tech in the mid-1930s. He was owned by William O. Young, who handles Tech's business affairs from 1917 to 1942, and who also served as interim president from 1923 to 1925. Jerry spent most of his time on campus at the armory with the National Guard Battery. Students and guardsmen adopted Jerry as their own. In 1937, when Jerry passed, students were devastated. The Architect headline wrote, Campus Loses Mascot in Passing of Jerry. Jerry I was adopted as campus ambassador in 2013. Dr. Robert A. Young Jr. of Russellville, the third generation of his family to hold a close association with Arkansas Tech, spoke at Jerry II's introduction. Quote, When the idea of restoring the tradition of Jerry the Bulldog at Arkansas Tech was presented to me a decade ago, it was my honor and privilege to give you our family's blessing, said Young. We love the Wonder Boys. We love the Golden Sons. The return of Jerry has enhanced our traditions and provided Arkansas Tech students, faculty, staff, alums, and friends with a tangible outlet to express their affection for this university. Every time you pet Jerry or take a photo with Jerry, you demonstrate that Arkansas Tech is special to you and has meaning in your life." End quote. Jerry I has been a massive part of Tech since 2013. He has cheered on the Wonder Boys and the Golden Sons, attending events supporting various organizations, and welcomed students and alumni, as well as so much more. Jerry I and Jerry II have been residing with Sam and Heather Straysner, who say they are getting along great. Quote, Jerry II is learning lots from Jerry I, and they quickly became very close. End quote, said Heather Straysner. Quote, it seems Jerry... The first has enjoyed having Jerry the second around, although the puppy energy can be a lot sometimes, end quote. Quote, after hundreds of appearances and thousands of photos, Jerry is about to earn the spoils of retirement, end quote, said Dr. Robin E. Bowen, tech president. Quote, he will step down as campus ambassador as of Saturday, October 1st, and live out his golden years on his favorite spot on the couch at home, no doubt napping and dreaming of the good times we all enjoyed together, end quote. Quote, Jerry, thank you, continued Bowen. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for loving Arkansas Tech. It took a very good boy to bring back something that had been lost for so long. You are and will always be that very good boy. We will savor these final three weeks with you as our campus ambassador. End quote. 
At the home football game on Saturday, October 1st, there are plans of Jerry II being presented with his spiked collar, symbolic of becoming a campus ambassador. More details about the ceremony will be shared on Jerry's social media. Continuing on Jerry the Bulldog, our next piece is an editorial arguing that Jerry should be our official campus mascot. Please note that an editorial is the official opinion of the paper. This story is read by Trinity Lisk. On Saturday, August 10th, Arkansas Tech revealed Jerry Charles Young II, the puppy who will be taking over the role of ambassador from Jerry Charles Young I. This celebratory welcome has brought up a discussion that Arkansas Tech has wrangled with for years. What mascot should represent our college? The architect believes that going forward, Arkansas Tech should be represented by Jerry alone. To understand this, the background of the discussion must be explored. Arkansas Tech has three representatives, Jerry the Bulldog, the Wonder Boys, and the Golden Sons. The history of the Wonder Boys is a long one. It goes all the way back to the early days of Arkansas Tech when the school's mascot was the Aggies. Following a football winning streak in 1920 that featured the original Wonder Boy, John Tucker, the Arkansas Gazette first used Wonder Boys as a proper noun. Tucker continued his legacy as a Wonder Boy, accumulating 443 career points during his time at the school. Tucker continued to serve Arkansas Tech in various roles and is the namesake for Tucker Coliseum and Tucker Hall. Decades later, in 1975, the women's athletics teams were tired of being called Wonder Girls or Wonderettes. Student athletes voted to change the nickname to Golden Suns and has stayed that way since then. In 2007, Arkansas Tech formed a committee to review the use of Wonder Boys and Golden Suns as the university's official athletic mascots. The committee was composed of alumni, student athletes, and administration members. The committee was asked to review the mascots and nicknames and form recommendations to adopt a university-wide mascot, create visual identities for current nicknames, or stay the same. The committee voted 3-1 to one in agreement that it was not happy with Arkansas Tech's athletic nicknames. However, since then it seems nothing has changed. There are many possible reasons for this. A major reason is that many alumni who support the school may still be in favor of the Wonder Boys. Perhaps Arkansas Tech is afraid to offend and dishonor these valuable supporters. It may also be as simple as licensing. Many schools around the United States use a bulldog as their mascot. It could also be that there is just not enough push for changes to be made. The architect believes that there are many reasons there should be a push for change. Having three representatives is very confusing. If Jerry is only an ambassador and Wonder Boys and Golden Suns are only nicknames, do we even have a mascot? Many students do not know. This is even more confusing for people outside of the school who typically already assume that Jerry is the mascot. The architect advocates that the Wonder Boys title should be honorably retired. This does not mean erasing history or identity, but making room for growth. Arkansas Tech has changed a lot since the golden age of the Wonder Boys. Does the Wonder Boys really fit the identity of Arkansas Tech's student body anymore? We haven't had a famous football winning streak in years. Most students do not even know what a Wonder Boy looks like. There is no agreed upon image of a Wonder Boy, no official logo or mascot. If there was, what would it look like? Would it look like a white man? That would not be very representative of the student body or encourage diverse students to attend. The architect also respects the work of the women's athletics teams went through to acquire their name just as we respect the story of the Wonder Boys. However, we believe having one mascot that represents all teams better normalizes women in athletics and displays equality between men and women's teams. We believe that just like the Wonder Boys, 
ways can be found to retire the nickname and still preserve the Golden Suns as part of our history. The purpose of a mascot is to unite the college and foster school spirit. The Wonder Boys no longer fulfill that purpose, and the Golden Suns struggle to as well. Having a division between three representatives does not inspire unity. What are students supposed to rally behind when there is no visual identity or clear mascot? Since Jerry Charles Young I was first brought on the campus, Arkansas Tech has been leaning more and more into his representation. The architect believes that the school should finally commit to letting Jerry represent all of us. The Wonder Boys and Golden Suns will always be a part of who we are, but as times change, so must we. It is time for a new era at Arkansas Tech. An era of equal representation and an era of unity. For more information on any of the stories you hear in today's broadcast, make sure to visit us at architectnews.com. Our next piece is by Editor-in-Chief Tara Espinoza and reviews a new TV series called Emily in Paris. Have you ever thought about running away to a foreign country? A Netflix original series, Emily in Paris, is a rom-com fantasy that did just that. Emily in Paris is a show we all love to hate. It's the type of show we binge watch but never admit to watching. Emily Cooper is a young woman from Chicago who leaves her life behind to move to Paris after her PR firm she works for buys a French marketing firm. Without knowing the language or the culture, it makes perfect sense for our company to send her there. Within the first week of Emily living in Paris, every cliche youth can think of happens to her. She gets dumped, the people at her new job dislike her, and she starts hooking up with many different guys, all the while trying to bring the firm called Chauvel into the mainstream. To to connect Americans to French culture and Chauvel, she changed her Instagram handle to Emily in Paris and started snapping photos of her new life. Overnight, she gets thousands of followers and gets success at work. Completely realistic, right? But that's the show's point. It's not supposed to be realistic. It's supposed to be an escape from reality. It is sheer stupidity that makes you laugh. It is the show you can sit down and tune out. It is a show that has you coming back for more because we all desperately crave an escape. While the plot is on the weaker side, the show has two redeemable qualities, the filming sites and the acting. The buildings and historical landmarks put the viewer on Paris's cobblestones. The show is beautifully filmed in excellent locations and highlights some of the city's most famous sites. British actress Lily Collins portrays the main character, Emily Cooper. Collins started acting at the age of two, and she has some hits and misses in her career. However, she performs the role of a clueless young adult trying to figure out life perfectly. Collins presents the character, Emily, so that anyone can relate to her. Everyone knows that it, what it's like to be alone, to start a new job, or to lose a lover. Sure, we might not get to go to France like her character, but we can live vicariously. French actress Philippe Louis Bonneville betrays Sylvia, Emily's boss in the show. Louis Bonneville has acted in many French TV series and films. Her character is the ultimate French woman resident of Marilyn Presley in the 2006 movie The Devil Wears Prada, and I live for it. Her character, like the show, is a stereotype that fits perfectly into the escape from reality theme that shows provides to its viewers. As the show continues, Emily starts falling for her chef, 
Gabriel, portrayed by French actor Louis Bravo. The only issue is his girlfriend, one of Emily's new friends. While having feelings for Gabriel, she also starts a fling with her client, Antoine, whose French actor William portrays. This leads to her the this leads to the will they won't they narrative and keeps you guessing on which guy Emily will choose. Will she admit her feelings for Gabriel? Will she date her hot client Antoine or hook up with some new lover? The Netflix show was renewed for a third season and audience ratings are at a 4.2 and it has a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's safe to say we won't be saying au revoir to guilty pleasure anytime soon. Our last piece of the day comes from staff writer Olivia Orr and goes over some fun upcoming tech events that you won't want to miss. Strikes for singles. Intramural Sports held its only singles bowling tournament of the semester on September 6th at Strikers Bowling Alley with 42 participants. On Lee, computer engineering major from Fort Smith, was one of the competitors in the tournament. I played doubles last year. I didn't know about the singles tournament until this year, Lee said. It's really fun to see my friends here. Kayla Mills, graduate assistant for intramural and club sports, said events such as the singles bowling tournament are beneficial for many students. It's a great way for freshmen to go out and meet people through Tuesday tournaments because most of the time those are the only one-person teams, so you don't have to make a team or have friends line out to play a sport with you, Mills said. It just opens more doors to make more friends. The singles tournament was the second of the Tuesday tournaments this semester. There are eight more Tuesday tournaments scheduled for the fall season, with the next one being a two-man golf scramble on September 19th. This semester is packed with other sports such as flag football, softball, and basketball, Mills said. Flag football season is coming up pretty soon. It'll start September 20th, Mills said. That's going to be a huge season. Usually a lot of teams line up for that. To be involved in intramural sports, students can download the ATU Rec app. This has been the Architect Introspect on 91.9 KXRJ. For more information on any stories in today's show, go to our website at architectnews.com. The music of today's broadcast was provided by C418 and is called Stall. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back Friday at 5 p.m. <laughs>